Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Heart Peace Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Heart Peace Podcast. <laughs> Whatever. Hello, everyone. Hello. What is wrong with you? Who are you? I'm Master One. I'm Master Cho. <laughs> We're just having a new introduction today. Hey, man. Sometimes you got to change. You got to you gotta challenge the status quo. <laughs> Fight the power. Yeah. Well, everyone knows this is your holistic relationship talk show for gamers. Well, hey, what is it? <laughs> this is your holistic relationship talk show. What does holistic mean, Master Wife? We always say that, but... All inclusive. I wonder if people actually know what that means. Like, why we even say it's a holistic relationship uh, talk show is because most of the relationship talk shows and podcasts out there you'll hear only talk about one thing. And what is that, Master Wife? Sex. sex. <laughs> yeah. Talk about more sexy romantic. parts. Yeah. More How to have sex. Yeah. What to talk about when you're having sex. Who you should have sex with. Okay. Sex and... This is... And more sex. Uh, not for our PG-13 girl. Well, I'm just saying. So that's why we, we call it the holistic. Because we talk about... I mean, there's more aspects to relationships than just sex. Yes. And how to have it. We are here to, sh- I guess, learn and also embark our knowledge. Our knowledge, yes. Upon the crowd at home. Upon the masses. <laughs> that's used. That's about used how listeners. to make quality relationships. Well, the quality relationships, but also and covers long lasting, yeah, and yeah, other all aspects, you know, of relationships. Yep. So there's that. There's a market of people out there, and I felt like they were underrepresented. So that's why we decided to go this route with the Heart Peace Podcast. Yeah, but we'll probably get into another episode about what type of things may encompass a relationship in another episode, right? Prop. I mean, probably. There's a good chance. There's a good possibility. But you know what time it is right now. It's time for the major heartbeat of the week, boys and girls. So, let's get right to it, shall we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going back in time. <laughs> the I, I forgot last episode. I was like, I promise I'm going to have a bumper for, for the major heartbeat of the week. So, <laughs> and I totally don't have one. So, I just found that vintage tune. This is like some old, uh, like, stars and stripes. I, don't know. I feel like I'm about to go march. Yes. On to war or something. You march right? on to war. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Master Wife to go on to war. Wish her well. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you just put anything behind that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, who went first last week? Captain Wife. Yes. Oh, Captain Wife, my Captain Wife. <laughs> like Captain America. Yes. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so... I couldn't really think of a big, major heart piece of my week. Sometimes they're small. Yeah, sometimes they're small. And my heart piece is basically waking up. Wake up. I I wanted to do the making my way downtown. No. It doesn't work. Yeah, just waking up this morning. I think we can all find things to be grateful for. Certain little heart pieces of our life that may not be like big events or things that happen like to other people. Um, but just, you know, focusing on the positivities. Yeah. Yes, on the positivities. <laughs> Even the computer agrees. Yeah. Sometimes that's how it is, man. Sometimes your week is so rough. That's the, that's the only kind of heart piece you can get. I'm up today. That's good. I ain't dead. Yeah. I'm happy about that. So. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently my computer likes to 
um, show when I have emails. So those are positives. Yeah. Getting emails. Yeah. People Pe- care about you. <laughs> <laughs> that is a really good outlook to have for emails. I get a lot of emails at work and I'm like, y'all care about me a little no, bit too you much. you never had those times where you come back and there's no emails. You're like, oh. Yeah, that does kind of suck. Or you go on Twitter and like you have no mentions. And you're just like, hello. <laughs> Anyone out there? <laughs> uh, so my major heart piece of the week uh, is is um, well, I'm also happy that I woke up today. That's always that's always good. But I on my Twitch stream on Saturday, we, we played some Super Smash Brothers for Wii U on Saturday, like we usually do, seven o'clock p.m. If you want to tune into that, into that, yeah, that that Twitch that Twitch um, Master Joe Gamer Show. Yeah, well, it's Twitch.tv/MasterJoe116, and uh, we play Smash on Saturday, seven p.m. But there is one viewer who's been in that stream for a really long time. And anytime someone follows the stream, like a notification pops up and it says hello. And then I also greet them. But this person always greets them in the chat and says every single time, you know, welcome to the Master Joe Gaming Show X person, you know, and it's just really nice and helpful. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm a mod that person because they are really cool and they kind of represent what I want to have. Uh, when I think about the kind of community I want to have on my Twitch stream. So I modded that person and it was a big fanfare. Everybody was happy and congratulating him. And it was just kind of cool to see like everybody got behind him and was like, oh man, yeah, you totally deserve it. It's awesome. And congratulations. So it was just a nice little moment and he was happy. I was happy. So everything was good, man. Sweet. Yep. 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 Super, super good. Teardrops. Teardrops. Yeah, it's 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 cool moments like that, you know, and yeah. that's kind of a good segue into today's topic. And this is episode number fifteen. Yeah, is it? Or <laughs> I think I think it is. I don't know. You had it I'm, later. I'm pretty sure it is know. fifteen. Yes. yes. <laughs> Yay! Yay. <laughs> yeah, we forgot that part, didn't we? Uh, but yes, this is a good segue. Well, not anymore. Now it's not. It's no longer yeah. a good segue. But at any rate, today's episode we're going to be talking about gaming. And yes. adults. Yeah. And and gaming while adult. Yeah. And the negative stereotypes. Yes. Some of the and why they're and why they're exist. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and why they're not good. Uh as most of you know, gaming as an adult kind of has this this negative stigma on it mm-hmm. in that when, once you turn into an adult, you know, in quotes, uh gaming should really no longer be part of your activities. Uh you should be doing better things with your life more productive things you should be engaging in more uh worthwhile hobbies gaming <laughs> is for children yeah it's a waste of time and resources yep. it may sound like you're your angry mother-in-law right now or somebody but at any you rate you all live at home with your parents yes we're which all... is not a bad thing no <laughs> shoot man it's not a bad thing listen if you're on the edge right now Stay at home. Just please don't go out there and get an apartment because, first of all, you ain't ready. You can save money and then you can buy a house. Yeah, save that money and then either get a better apartment or just get a house. Yes. Just saying. There's a lot of people doing it now. There are. And they understand. There are. There is no shame in staying at home. You know, most, like in Japan, people, you you stay home. That's like expected. Yeah, in other countries, it's weird because my, um, actually, my PI, she's from India and She was saying how a lot of parents in America or the mentality is kind of get out on your own and be independent. Like you're still making progress to your goals because they're very successful. But 
it's not like you need to hurry up and be out there and be independent because you're an adult, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. The parents in America be looking at their watches like, like what, what um, time is it? 18. <laughs> it's 18. Is it 18 yet? 18 years of my <laughs> is it, life. Is it 18 years old yet? <laughs> you need to okay. get out. Oh, oh. Look, you five minutes past 18. You need to get out. <laughs> about my house. Don't come back. Don't come back. <laughs> the delivery. us. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. The delivery bird that dropped you off. It's time the to go. The delivery bird. <laughs> I forgot what they're called. The delivery bird? <laughs> what is the, the stork? Storks. I was saying stork. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> storks. Hey, yo, where's that delivery bird at? <laughs> I need some Papa John's. Yo, give me some Jimmy John's. Oh, my god. Jimmy John's fast. Delivery birds. Uh, but no, yes, we found an article that's, that's loosely based in science. Uh, it references... Uh, a study that was conducted on seniors, uh, about 140 people uh, from the North Carolina, well, not 140 people from NC State, uh, North Carolina State University asked 140 people age 63 and older how often they play video games and if at all. And uh, 61% of the, the participants, which is kind of like, wow, that's over half uh, of these elderly people, uh, reported that they play video games at least occasionally with 35% of uh, participants saying they played at least once a week. So, you know, shoot, man, people still gaming. They, I guess mm-hmm. they all playing the, uh, the Wii bowling and Wii tennis. Well, you know, your grandmothers and grandfathers uh, play games. Didn't you have your grandmother like? That is true. Yeah, my grandmother was a beast at Mario Kart. I've, and I've said that for you. all heard me say that before. Uh, it's funny. They have this picture of this old guy on here. <laughs> And he's making the classic old person playing video games face, which is kind of like a whoa. <laughs> <You know>? like, <laughs> like they kind of bring their mouth together and their eyes are wide open. And, whoa. Oh, my gosh. Wowza. I love their reactions. Too. It's really funny. But uh, obviously that study is for seniors. Basically, it's 63 and older. I mean, that's 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 senior discount time. But we're talking about adults, you know, late 20s, 30s. So we're going to kind of pull some things out of that article and study and just kind of stretch a little bit and apply it to why not, you know, for us now. Uh, So the first thing that's probably the most obvious as to why, uh, you know, adults that play video games are generally happier is that they're more connected to their inner child. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, playing video games is obviously a youthful thing to do. So it's it's important to, you know, stay connected to your inner child because there's a lot of stuff out there going to work, paying bills. That just ain't fun, man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It just ain't fun. Lots of Americans, lots of adults. We're depressed. We're bored. We have mental health issues. I mean, all kinds of stuff. And it's just, it's just no good. Uh, You'd be surprised, but the mainstream population still kind of considers video games as something that only children do. And and they kind of look down on adults Mm -hmm. uh, who play video games past a certain age. Once you get into your, you know, late twenties and whatnot, it's like you should be doing other things. And I'm always like, why? Because I mean, there's plenty of things out there I could do. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they'd make me happy. I mean, everybody kind of needs their hobby, right? Mm-hmm. Like, master wife, what do you do to to stay happy? Uh, right now, I'm in PhD mode. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 in PhD <laughs> mode. There's a lot of not fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I mean. From time to time, I might exercise. I'm crazy. People don't consider that a hobby. Well, exercising is good to kind of de-stress. Yes. Physical, act- physical exertion helps to de-stress. I like to dance. I play my Just Dance game. Let's dance. Yes. It's fun. 
you know, shake your booty. Shake your booty. Just like uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that in the lab, so it allows <laughs> me to be free. Yay! Uh, <laughs> Tr- trigger words, guys. Trigger words. Sorry, I went to I went to uh, Daz dance. Daz dance. Everybody, come on and dance oh if gosh. you want to. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's interesting that people like they'll say that's childish things or like child things aren't good yeah that's what i'm saying like there's a there's an aspect of you that should never want to leave neverland you know like i feel like i'm sure there's a studio ghibli movie that i'm I'm not thinking of right now that would you know kind of help support the point but once you lose it's kind of like losing your imagination everyone kind of knows what that feels like when you begin to lose your imagination like when you're a kid you can be in a room with nothing in it having a blast because Mm -hmm. your imagination is so good and you're able to use it so well you can create fun out of out of nothing you know yeah and then as you grow up you just kind of lose a little bit of that and you lose a little more a little more a little more and the next thing you know it's like man i have no imagination this sucks you know why is that bad why do we not like that why do we not consider it a good thing to lose our imagination um and i think that's another aspect of the article brung out that playing video games kind of keeps that creativity uh i guess flowing yes flowing like you're always using it so you kind of never lose it if you continuously like play some type of video game that kind of makes your brain stronger yeah exactly (laughs) and the way they're making games now i mean it's not like it used to be where every game is literally you know mario contra and these games are great but you know i don't know if they necessarily do anything for you (laughs) besides just a cool fun thing to do now they're making games that like make you think we have professor layton we have uh, you know, kind of abstract games like she's what scribble knots. Yeah, scribble knots and beyond two <laughs> souls and uh, you know, they're making you think in different ways now. Uh, they're making you you know, a game I recently started playing, Bastion, which is like just an amazing uh narrative game that I haven't experienced before. Uh, I played a little bit of Transitor, which is like the second game that that studio made, and then I went back and played Bastion. It was free on the uh, PlayStation Plus. Uh, this this month, I think. So if you have PlayStation and you're a PlayStation Plus member, uh, you can get that on PS4. But yeah, they're making games differently now, and it's important to kind of recognize that there's a there's a there's so much more than we used to have as mm-hmm. far as you know things you can glean from games. And it doesn't always have to be uh, intellectual, mentally, it can be emotionally like learning from those games because I think sometimes you know this can be talked about on a different episode there's a certain perspective that's placed on games or a certain type of games like character development in uh like there's a um what's the word for it what is it (laughs) what what is it like there's a lack of of certain characteristics in some games like most games like like certain people you may not see in video games for example hmm I'm I'm almost there. I'm almost I'm getting there. I'm almost there. I can say okay. So there's not a lot of diversity in video games. Okay. But in okay. video game characters. However, they do bring on different perspectives. Okay. That wouldn't naturally occur in your life. Like Last of Us. That, Last of Us certainly. I don't have, have zombies attacking me. 
I don't have zombies attacking me. I don't have children or anything like that. So playing through that game brought on a different <laughs> perspective. I don't have any zombies and I definitely don't have any children. <laughs> zombies and children. <laughs> those are about the same to me. <laughs> yeah. Zombie apocalypse and children. Man, I don't have either of those problems. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Shout out to all the babies out there. All the babies' mamas oh and babies' gosh. daddies. Wow. Um, but yeah, they offer a different like perspective i think so games sometimes can help in that regard yeah and i think that's important too like like you mentioned last of us there's so many perspectives and it comes that's like one of those choice games where i mean you're not really presented with you know a left or right kind of fork in the narrative like uh like knights of the old republic or something like that yeah they're like those multiple choice tests that you hate that there is more than one right answer, but what is the best answer? <laughs> I do hate those. Like, why? Why would you do that? Why would you put subpar answers in this quiz? I don't know. It's just... <sighs> like, what does that mean about me if I choose a subpar answer? That means you're not at the top level. I guess not. I guess mm. not. The, the, the 50th quartile. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the heck from math. Uh, but no, it's it's... It's important to have that kind of diversity. It helps to broaden, and this is kind of another point, it helps to broaden your general view, uh, your, your perspective. You have a more balanced perspective uh, of life in general. Different kinds of experiences. It's kind of like reading from books. People that read, uh, people that travel, people that kind of go outside mm-hmm. of their bubble, right? Mm-hmm. Gaming is a great way to get outside your bubble because you meet a whole bunch of different people. Uh, they have a whole bunch of different uh, you know, backgrounds, perspectives, it's a fantastic way to kind of learn about a variety of different things, both through gaming and through the people that play games. Uh, so when you have a diverse kind of mixture, so take the Smash community, for example. Smash community has so many different people in it. People all over the world play Smash Brothers. Uh, like we said in our, you know, I think it was last week's episode. Yeah, we went to SmashCon. There's just a slew of different kinds of people. It was amazing. You know what I mean? And Smash is a game that you can play online. Uh, with different folks and when you're playing versus somebody their little me character will pop up Mm -hmm. and sometimes that'll tell you who they are sometimes it won't you can't really tell but then you go to a place like SmashCon and you see there's so many different people represented playing this game you get this exposure to that all those different types of perspectives Uh, you get exposure to different types of play Uh, you get exposure to different types of experiences in the game Uh, you meet all kinds of people and it's it's a great way to kind of grow as a person Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know if you would get that necessarily in the same way doing something else that comes from gaming, you know, and that's Mm kind of something you have to acknowledge, uh, to some people, they feel like, you know, oh, seeing a bunch of grown men coming together to play video games and get autographs from mango, (laughs) you know, is just, you know, depressing. I can't believe it. That was a real comment. It sickens me. By the way. You know, yeah, yeah. Deep in the dark corners of the internet, people have some very interesting things to say about gaming. Uh, here's another one which I thought was particularly shallow. This is coming from a woman. Uh, it says, if a chi- it's something a child does, talking about playing video games, and finding out that a man I was into does it, plays video games, turns him to- into a child in my mind. And I'm just like, wow, how judgmental can you be? That's, mm-hmm. That is awful. You know, there's it's one thing to kind of live and let live. Not everybody is going to think that video games is a great way to spend your time. There are other hobbies that can kind of do the same thing video games can do. Like I said, books, reading, uh, traveling, you know, and things like that. But it's a different thing if you start to take that hobby and you put it down, mm-hmm. you know, and you, you make it lesser. You make it a problem. You make it, uh, 
you know, an issue. Because through that way, you're kind of making it, uh, you're kind of putting the person down. Yeah, exactly. By well, you're putting turn- the whole group of people down. Yeah, that too. But like, if, especially if you're in a relationship with that person and you're thinking that, that way about their hobby, mm-hmm. you're kind of taking that part of aspect away from them. Right. And I know there's probably a lot of gamers that get into that situation where you're afraid or you don't know whether or not it's safe per se to kind of come out to somebody and say, hey, listen, I like to play video games or, you know, you don't want to talk about that aspect of you. And I just encourage you, man, talk about it. You yeah. know, don't don't it. I, the way I see it, if you bring up something that you love to do, something that makes you happy, you know, and you can still leave a productive life and somebody else just puts you down for it, you're better off without that person. You know, like that person is so much lesser than you could possibly imagine just in their their general view. You know, and they need to g- grow up a little bit and you shouldn't feel you know, afraid to have to, you know, hide behind, mm-hmm. you know, something and, and say, oh, man, I don't, I don't want them to find out, you know. My coworkers at work, they know I'm a gamer. Because they know that, I've gotten so much stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've got Zelda posters up in my cubicle. I got three Zelda posters from Skyward Sword. There was a, uh, the three poster pack you get from Club Nintendo. I ordered that. They're all over my cubicle. I got, you know, a TIE Fighter Interceptor on top of my cubicle, the Lego. Uh, I've got some bunch of little gamer trinkets and stuff it's basically what keeps me sane at work because i can look around when everything starts getting on my nerves and look at all my games and think happy thoughts and it kind of brings me back and then i can get back to work uh but you know there's so many cool things i get i got a what's a japan scarf from the world world cup because japan's uh soccer team their jerseys they did a little mashup with pokemon uh last <laughs> world cup it was amazing uh so and i'm a huge fan of J- you know japan japanese soccer and of course pokemon so they gave me that scarf, you know, that's the way they knew. It's like, oh, they put the dots together and that's, you know, so good things can happen um, mm-hmm. if you kind of bring out those relationships. But we'll be able to continue this conversation and get to more of this in part two of the episode where we kind of talk about more of those those negative aspects and kind of what to do to combat them. So sit tight and we'll be right back after this. You think that you're playing video games? You're wrong. Video games are playing you. We own you. We're Xbox One. We see into your soul. We own your house. We own your life. We watch you in your sleep. We dream inside of your dreams and make your dreams bad dreams. We're Xbox One. It's called One because it only takes one time, one opportunity, one shot to destroy you. Xbox One. We're going to get you. Fun for the whole family. Brought to you by PlayStation. PlayStation. (laughs) And welcome back to the Heart Beast Podcast. We've been talking about stuff. (laughs) <laughs> stuff and things uh people and gaming and why not adults should be able to do it um in this part we're going to kind of do a little talking about the negative things people say about gaming and dispute those things just a little bit um so master wife i think the main thing cause there's there's a lot of things mm-hmm. and and most of it is kind of aimed at the i'm an adult talking about my child type situation of i don't want them to play a whole bunch of video games and that's kind of different uh when you're younger you you want to kind of be exposed to a lot of different things i mean gaming you definitely want to do that too but you don't want to play games 
all the time. And that's the only thing you do, especially as a younger person. Mm -hmm. Uh, When you're an adult, I mean, there's there's avenues that you can do that. There's professional gaming. Uh, Sometimes your job will involve gaming if you're working at Twitch or, you know, something like that. But even still, you can pretty much say about anything. Too much of anything is a bad thing. Yes. Uh, So you do kind of want to be rounded. But the main thing that people say when they complain about gaming is that is that it's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. There are better ways to use your time. Uh, as an adult, if you spend three hours playing video games, that's three hours you could have been reading the stock market or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a waste of time. Time is the issue. Uh, so is it really time? I don't think. I think that anything could be a waste of time. Reading a book could be a waste of time. If there's something else that you need to do, uh, I don't know, like listening to videos on YouTube can be a waste of time. <laughs> you, don't, do. you don't say. <laughs> um, <laughs> any type of hobby. If you say painting is a waste of time because people like, for some reason, people don't think when it comes to video games that it's somebody's hobby and it could be a hobby like as other things like reading a book or those types of things. And I think part of the reason for that is because video games is something you can, you have most access to and most time to do when you're a child. Yes. So I guess some people never grow out of that mindset that this is something kids do. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so I think that it's not always a waste of time when it comes to video games. Video games can be intellectual, like as we stated early in part one of this episode. Um, It's very, uh, um, there's been a lot of studies about how the brain is very involved in stimulating different areas of the brain when you're playing video games Mm -hmm. like cognitive and behavioral and yeah the way i've always kind of explained that is if someone asks me like do you want to go sit down and watch a movie or a tv show or do you want to sit down and play a game and my kind of thinking about that has always been well i can sit there and basically do the equivalent of having somebody tell me something you know, which is kind of like if you watch a movie or you watch a TV show, you're sitting there to absorb whatever is coming out of that screen, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's always going to be the same. It's always going to be that kind of one way uh, form of communication where you're you're there to view and the screen is there to show you mm-hmm. uh, versus video games. It's it's a two way thing. You know, the game is there and it says, hi, I'm the game. These are the things you can do. What, what would you like to do? And, you know, you based on what your inputs are the game reacts and then it presents new challenges and then you present more inputs and the game brings back more challenges. It's kind of this, this yin yang of interactivity where you actually have to participate. You know, you can't really fall asleep while you're playing a game. I mean, you could mm-hmm. if you're really tired, but you know, if you're in a movie and you get bored, you but if you're playing a game, you kind of have to engage with it or the game stops, you know, in a way. So me, I'd rather watch a movie, but you can see how our, <laughs> you can see how our date ideas go. Yeah, yeah. I'm Master Joe to watch a movie. Hey, man. Hey, we've been getting into a lot of animes at home recently, though. So that's, yeah. that's been good. But yeah, movies are most likely two and a half hours nowadays. Two and a half to three they're hours. They're getting so. long, man. They're getting, they're getting Dark Knight Batman length. This, this <laughs> that's not long. including the trailers. Yeah. So, I mean, you can consider movies as a waste of time. So I think as long as you're able to balance your time out then you're fine. Right. I mean, Master Joe plays uh, video games and he has a job and other th- responsibilities to take care of. So mm-hmm. 
And there's an aspect now, like I said, we have a whole bunch of the gameplay. The game is so much different now. The game has changed to, to quote Tron because Tron's awesome. Uh, it, where nowadays you have things like Twitch, you got live streaming, you have YouTube, you have all these different types of things where now gamers who are adults game differently than gamers who are kids. Uh, adults that game, and for those of you that do not know, the average age of gamers now is actually 35. It balances out because all those 63-year-old seniors we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, they're, they're you know, bringing the curve up a bit. Uh, more gamers, of course, are, you know, younger, but the average age is 35. So that, you know, that's a little food for thought there. But we're, we're playing on Twitch. We're out there broadcasting uh, to other gamers, and we're kind of sharing experiences. We're uh, out there creating YouTube content. You know, we're finding ways to monetize gaming. Uh, so for us, it's not a waste of time. It's kind of it's almost a way of life now. You know, we're playing professionally. We're going and competing at tournaments. We're traveling. Uh, we're getting jobs in gaming. We're making games. Uh, so playing games is not just you know. I think the word playing may even kind of be betraying the fact there. It's not really even playing games. It's kind of engaging in these activities that revolt that involve games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll come back to the live stream for a minute. There's a there's a lot of different charities uh, that a lot of gamers get into and when you see these pictures of people that are playing games uh for these charities things like uh extra life child's play you know these these kind of yearly and monthly uh charity events that happen uh extra life being one of the biggest yearly ones uh they've raised almost i think four million dollars last year uh Mm -hmm. maybe even more than that but they do these marathons where you play video games for literally 25 hours it's a it's a one day thing 24 24 sorry 25 24 um but yeah, it's 24 hours, you know, one day out of the year to raise money for charities. Uh, and they're generally charities, you know, like Child's Play where you children's hospitals and things like that. So they can, you know, get them some cool stuff while they're in recovery. That's that's done by gamers. You know, is that a waste of time to, to play a game for 24 hours for a cause like that? Uh, and that's not something you can just get up and do. I don't think like a non-gamer could just get up and play games to 24 hours for charity. You know, there's a lot of different ways you could do charity. You could go volunteer. You could go to the hospital and volunteer your time. Uh, I think those are more avenues that a non-gamer would choose, and that's all fine and good. But, you know, being part of this collective as a gamer to play something and do something like that for a cause, that's huge. That's really big. That's a very mature thing. And I don't, could, you, could you call that a waste of time? Because mm-hmm. that, that comes into the equation. That's part of it. Yeah, and also not just video games, tabletop games or any other types mm-hmm. of games too. Will Wheaton has made a career out of tabletop games, coming yes. out of Star Trek fandom, and need now he's got now he's got tabletop. And table, if you've played tabletop games, they're really different from your normal Monopoly. Yeah, like you have to sometimes get into character, and um, but it allows time for camaraderie, and I don't consider that. A waste of time. No, either. yeah, because nowadays it's, it's so fast paced. You don't really have time to catch up with people in a one to one type of, you know, face to face relationship. So, you know, tabletop games are a great way to kind of do that. Uh, we've talked about that before. Uh, most recently, we went over uh, our friend's house. They got the Kickstarter tabletop game, Exploding, Exploding Kittens. <laughs> Exploding Kittens. It was huge on Kickstarter. It made so much money, got so many backers, and it came out, and we played that game. My goodness, it's a lot of fun. Uh, you still can't get it unless you, you know, backed it on the Kickstarter, but it is, it is ridiculous fun. They got both the regular pack and the not safe for work pack. (laughs) And, uh, it was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Even though I lost both times. 
Yeah, I didn't win either. <laughs> I got close once. Yeah, me too. That game is really hard. It's got but, some strategy to it, but it's mainly chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just in general, like anything could be a waste of time, basically. Especially if you're like a procrastinator, like I am. <laughs> and <laughs> you too. wait to the me last too. minute to get things done. Anything. But it's not the whole idea that video gamers in general or as a whole are playing video games is not a waste of time. Now, there could be cases where the uh, person may play games like binge on gaming, which can be um, can be bad in some cases, mm-hmm. especially if you have other have other responsibilities to take care of. If you don't have nothing to do, you can do what you want to. <laughs> <laughs> you can spend your day however you want to, and that's how you want to spend it. That is okay. But just balance that's all balance is really important and i do want to make that note and we've made it before it's it's one of those things you have to whatever you're doing you got to be productive uh if if you're literally sitting at home doing absolutely nothing but playing video games you're not paying your bills you're not going to work you're not doing your homework you're you're not not trying to find work yeah or you're not trying to grow as a person or what like you know that's not helping you know and that's that's pretty much the equivalent of just sitting in a corner you know every day not doing anything just yeah. looking at the wall you know yeah, but you can do that with youtube videos yeah I that's mean, anything you can do that with anything yeah you can sleeping, do that watching sleeping. music videos it, that was kind of like the thing back when we were growing up you know we had bet or mtv or whatever vhs you just sit at home watch music videos all day you know and and for some people it was a thing you did you did it by yourself and it's kind of like, oh, well, there you go. And that's it. Other people, they might invite some other people over and, you know, watch them together and then go do something or whatever. And it's kind of like, OK, but it's a balance. You know, you kind of have to figure out how am I going to enjoy what I enjoy? Um, you know, coming back to Twitch for a minute, one of the great uh, or one of the reasons I stream on Twitch is because while I may want to play a game, I grew up, you know, with two older brothers and I'm used to gaming as a social activity. So for me, when I stream on Twitch, it's a social opportunity for me to be around other people and kind of talk while I'm gaming and not just be there by myself playing the game. Sure, there's some times where I kind of need my me time, you know, where I want to play something uh, by myself and kind of get really immersed and engrossed in the story. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, uh, you know, like if I'm playing Smash Brothers, something like that, that's a really social activity. So, you know, being able to stream it on Twitch and interact with other people is a great way to spend my time when I want to kind of unwind and you know, take a minute out of my day of craziness and hecticness and, you know, being an adult and being responsible, uh, you know, and I say those things in quotes and just kind of break out and play a game on Twitch for a minute. Yeah. So how do you think, you know, we have already talked about if you're kind of in uh, before you like when you're just meeting somebody and you're telling somebody that you play video games and how if they react a certain way, we told them that you know, basically you need to say it honestly that this is what I like to do and there's no problem with that. And they, if they have a problem with it, you can t- try to change their, not try to change their perspective, but offer your perspective on it. And if they're like open to it, then that can be a lasting kind of relationship because they're, uh, they're like accepting all of you as a person. Yeah. Um, but like if they're not, then it may not be, uh, I guess a great way to move forward because that can cause like conflict in the relationship. Yeah, yeah, that can be true. Or, the, or there just may not be enough to kind of keep the relationship going. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's a great question. Especially if video gaming is 
really something that is a part of you? Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it's a great question in that, you know, that's part of like what we're trying to address with this episode is that interaction right there, you know, where the person on, on one side of the fence who's just anti-gaming meets the person on the other side of the fence who's pro-gaming. Like, how can you make that work? And I think it's a balance. I think on the side of the gaming for the for the gamer, I can speak to that because I'm a gamer. Uh, you have first of all, you have to have an understanding that yeah, if I'm an adult and I'm gaming, I need to also kind of be about you know having a productive lifestyle, a healthy lifestyle. I can't just play games all day every day. You know, I got to be moving forward towards something. I got to be advancing. I'm gonna grow up. I'm gonna have kids. I gotta you know work. I gotta you know. Unless do all video that gaming is your career. But even even with that, that, you know, even with that, you know, you need to be looking for opportunities to advance your career. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes that involves planning, Uh, like with the Twitch stream. I don't just play games on Twitch all the time. Sometimes I'm sitting and planning, Okay, how can I make this stream better? What other things can I add to it? Uh, You know, I'm planning out the schedule of when I can do this and kind of working things around my life schedule. You know, so there's there's that aspect. And that's that's the thing. So I want to open with that on the side of the gamer on the non gamer side. I feel like a lot of times there is a personal experience that happens one way or another that kind of leaves a bad taste in the non-gamer's mouth when it comes to gaming. Uh, I've heard it a lot of times people say, I just, I'm so anti-gaming, but I don't know why. I hate gaming, but I don't, I couldn't tell you why. I can't put my finger on it. And that could come from a lot of things it could come from family dynamics growing up maybe you've got a douchebag you know sibling and you know they play video games and they're just really annoying to you or whatever and that kind of just imprints on your mind uh it could be you know other experiences maybe school or college uh you know for whatever reason who knows media yeah media media is (laughs) media has not well media is a different story media is so bad about portraying video games my goodness uh, you think they would have figured it out by now, but there is a certain level of like tolerance and and understanding that you need to have as a non-gamer when you're talking to a gamer about gaming. Because one, you know, consider it as a hobby in the same way you would consider working out as a hobby, hiking, uh, you know, doing art, any of those things. Because I'm sure you would never say to an artist, oh, "I just hate art. It's art's such a waste of time." You know, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe if you're talking about it as a career, like there's the whole starving artist thing and, oh, why don't you be a doctor, honey? <laughs> you know, whatever. But it, you have to kind of give it that same uh, level of consideration. Um, so if you're if you're respect. Yeah. And, that, and well, you know, at least consideration. If you don't respect is good. But if you can't well, get there. Like respecting your spouse that this is something I respect you for. So I won't relay or uh, say condescending things about gaming oh you're talking about respect you're talking about, about like spouses though and like spouses friends i mean it could be anyone i mean that says condescending things your parents i mean okay. you just have to be careful about what you say about it yeah so uh, here's an idea why don't we role play the conversation between a gamer and a non-gamer oh gosh because i'm gonna be the non-gamer you're gonna be the non-gamer i'll be the gamer and, uh, uh, well, this is n- this is only one part or perspective of the non-gamer. <laughs> this gamer. is the this is this the is master wife, master Joe. This is her, not uh, take. every non-gamer <laughs> and every gamer. Okay, so I'll be I'll be a nice non-gamer. Okay, all right. So let's see. Okay, um, babe, 
You're not spinning enough. Wait, 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 What? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Let's be let's be strangers. Let's pretend we oh, don't know each other. We're strangers first. Yeah, okay. let's pretend we don't know each other. We'll do the strangers thing. Oh well, hey there, Sue. Uh, hey there, Bob. Dom Bob, that's my name. Uh, uh, how's it going today? Uh, it's going really well. How are you? Ah, oh, you know I'm doing good. Uh, got anything going on later this weekend? Weekend plans? Uh, not really. I don't think so. Oh man, me and some friends are gonna come over and play Mario Kart. You play Mario Kart? Oh yeah, yeah. me and the me and the buds we play Mario Kart. It's, it's a lot of fun. Have you ever played Mario Kart? No, I'm not really into games like that. Oh no. Well, you ever wondered why? Um, it's just not a. I don't know. I just don't have time for it. I have other things to do. Like hey, work and stuff. Hey, well, I'll tell you what. If you get bored, okay, give me a ring. You could come play Mario Kart with us. We've got some We've got some, some food. We've got some drinks. You could come over, hang out, you know, meet everybody. It could be a good time. Okay. Maybe I'll stop by. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's good. You did good. I did good. You did good. Uh, okay. Yay! Okay. All right. Which, what's the next one we should do? Spouses. Spouses. Okay, now I'll start it. Start with this one. Dating and spouses. Babe. Yeah, but yeah, babe. I feel like you don't spend enough time with me <laughs> playing video games. What? I feel like you've played more video games than hanging out with me. But, I, but I've only been playing for like a little bit. You've been playing for like three hours. Babe, I just, I just got home from work. I just wanted to, you know, relax for a little bit. Well, what about our relationship? Well, I mean, you know, I took you out to that movie. You know? That was like two weeks ago. <laughs> it's two weeks. Oh, wow. Well, what about that? Uh, what about that hot dog place I took you to? That was like a month ago. A month ago. <laughs> Jeez, I thought that was thought that was two days ago. Well, man, you know, let me be honest here and just kind of think about the amount of time that we've spent together. You know, babe, I think you're right. Maybe, maybe we could spend more time together. Hey, you know what? Hey, listen, listen, listen. Mm-hmm. Hey. Listen, listen to me. <laughs> I love you, okay? I'm going to spend more time with you. Because you're important. And I want you to feel important. Yeah. Okay? Now, a non-gamer may not say this. But they should, or the video gamer gamers should say this. Let's make a compromise. Yes, compromise is good. Because that's where you start to have the discussions of, what do you actually want to do? So, like it's all good and say i want to spend i'm going to spend more time with you but let's set some realistic I, expectations so, some goals something yes. to work towards so for example you might say uh listen here's a compromise why don't you take me out on these days or why don't we hang out on these days and do something these days or these times of of the day or whatever it is however you want to break that down and then on the yin-yang side of that for the gamer, maybe you say, hey, let's, you know, do this together. Maybe instead yeah. of you playing the game by yourself, maybe you invite your significant other to play the game with mm-hmm. you or to watch or find a game that they would find interesting enough to want to play or watch. Or a different date, like Thursday night is usually our date night mm-hmm. and we go do something else like movies, food, or we might stay inside and play a puzzle. Right. Exactly. And it's, it's just about finding that time, you know? Yeah. Games can be very time consuming, 
Uh, you know, I do that. Like I've been saying, I do the Twitch stream. Most of the time when I stream, it's for at least three hours. And, you know, it can take a lot of time, especially if it's something I do right when I come home. Uh, so most of the time, a good compromise for me, get home, hang out with master wife, do some stuff, clean up, cook, you know, do, do some stuff, watch some anime, you know, and then if I want to play games, play games later. You know, and that's generally good because Master Wife is not a night owl. She doesn't really stay up mm. super late. So, you know, trying nine to hang out with baby. her. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> yeah, trying to hang out with her past nine o'clock generally doesn't work out too well. So I hang out with her first, you know, give her the attention she needs. And then if I want to do something later on, I can, you know, yeah. so that kind of works out. But the whole protocol. 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 I'm a, I'm a scientist. Uh, procedure. No. <laughs> the whole way to talk to people is basically to try to validate each other's feelings to have understanding and then communicate a certain compromise if you can yeah you want to sometimes try to take those out. compromises are not going to always work but if you have any problems, send them in to Heartpiece Podcast. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Get, I would, I would. And we'll try to think of ideas. Yeah, we would love to hear. If you guys have run into any kind of situations like that where you've either been ridiculed as a gamer or you're a non-gamer and just don't understand why anybody would want to waste all that time, yeah. then, you know, write in to us. Uh, we've got heartpiecepodcast.com. It's got the contact, uh, you know, tab up there. You can send us an email and kind of let us know what's going on. Uh and you know that that's a thing give us give us some feedback you know what i mean give mm-hmm. us some feedback i think it's an issue that a lot of people you know think of it comes up uh it, it certainly comes up i can think of a time i was in florida i was in florida uh visiting my brother down there we i brought the wii u we we're all playing games and doing some stuff and it was it was what were we playing like nintendo world or something like that we we're I playing wasn't there. all the different games in the nintendo world and everyone's having fun, right? Everyone's there and we're having fun. It's a great time. All these people are over playing Chase Mario or whatever. And uh, one person in particular is playing. And then uh, his wife comes over and, and talks to him. He's playing the game. He's like, oh, babe, this game is so much fun. Oh, my God. I've never had so much fun in my life. And his wife comes over and just says, what are you doing? Stop playing that. Game's for kids. And, like, you know, everyone who's there is playing and having fun right most of them this is the first time they've ever played the wii u i'm there and i look over and i'm just like who is this who let them in <laughs> you know, like, what is happening uh because it's like oh my Maybe goodness she was joking no no she was totally not joking totally <laughs> full serious full disgust and i was just like oh my gosh like i'm so offended right now i cannot believe uh, that this person would just walk up and, and, no and say that in front of oh yeah no one really said anything and it's so awkward because like the guy's playing like, he's in the middle of the game and his wife just comes over and tells him to stop stop being a kid and uh, he's just like uh, 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 like you just see the the conflict the conflict on his face because it's like inner child him wants to keep playing fun game he's never played before and then like husband man him wants to not piss wife off and you know to, <laughs> and stop playing the game so it's like man you know nice. that's not nice really difficult so maybe the better way that that interaction could have gone down would be for you know even if even if wife came up and said oh, stop playing video games every kid you shouldn't say that in front of people yeah well yeah there's there's a certain level of attack aside yeah there's and, a certain level of attack but even okay. if she did come up and say that to have a response maybe it would have been like uh okay let me just finish this you know you might want to try this this is a lot of fun and then even if even if beyond that point, you know, she's still just not 
you know, open to the possibility, then maybe it's a conversation you can kind of have later on mm-hmm. to just kind of discuss, hey, what happened back there? You know, what is it that you got against this thing here? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you may learn some things. You may learn, you may pull some stuff out of the closet you did not know about and then come to a better resolution. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of us talking about the negative stigmas that exist around adults playing games and also the positivities that can come in still playing games as an adult in that it's not always should be considered childish things or wasting time Mm -hmm. or things like that. And uh, if you have any experience, like we said, please provide us feedback on heartpeacepodcast.com. Yeah, write that stuff in, man. Write that stuff in. As always, you can find us on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, on iTunes, or at heartpeacepodcast.com. And if you listen on iTunes, hey, drop us a review, man. Drop us a review. Mm -hmm. Review, boys. Those reviews help us make the podcast a whole lot more visible on iTunes in particular, which is definitely one of the most popular podcasts uh, networks out there. So if you're on iTunes and you listen there and you haven't left a review yet, please do. Please Mm -hmm. do. Takes about eh, five seconds. Just (laughs) just saying. Uh, But word. And the other thing about leaving a review on iTunes is that it lets us know what we're doing great and what we need to improve on about our podcast. Mm -hmm. Or what you guys want to see more of. Yeah. Well, until next time, peace out, heart pieces. (laughs) 